Welcome to the Me and Z podcast. It's a podcast about me and Z. I'm Faith. And I'm Zane. And we're husband and wife. And we just uh, love talking to each other. And so we are on episode four. Yeah, episode four. It's kind of been fun making the podcast. And so if you're listening, thanks. It's been fun to make. And so I hope it's been fun to listen. Yeah, we're, we're kind of at our... I feel like we're... We finally are at our final form. Behind the scenes of the podcast, we've been messing around with some different ways of recording it and some different things. And so I think we finally settled on something, at least for me, in my head. I've settled on sure, like, our kind of like setup. Like audio um, devices and things yeah, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We just got new microphones. We had borrowed someone else's. Yep. Um, and we were, were using them and we returned them to to him. And, and so now we had to buy our own. Um, and yeah, I think they, they work great. Hopefully it sounds great yeah. on your guys' end. Um, but yeah, Zane, so someone asked me when I was talking about the podcast, um, they, they asked me about the hot air balloon that I drew for the cover. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I wanted to ask you if you could explain what the hot air balloon is about. Yeah, so the hot uh, the hot air balloon is kind of, I mean, you know, everybody knows. We're not the first people to draw a hot air balloon or put it on something. I mean, I think it's kind of this image that will appear. It's kind of whimsical and artistic. Um, but personally for us, the reason I think that I had almost asked you or just said hey we should yeah you, you should told me you to should try it. to create this or yeah. draw this is because for us there's kind of a special little inside i don't know not a it's not a joke but it's an inside thing that that you and i share with this concept of a hot air balloon and it comes from when faith when you and i first started dating yeah um i just alone in my in my room I wrote a poem and it was this very whimsical poem about a kid who wants to go up into a hot air balloon and he wants to skip uh you know dinner or lunch his mom's calling him. he wants to skip out on everything that he's doing he wants to to leave it all behind and he wants to go on this grand adventure into a hot air balloon and see the world and that's what the poem is about and um, I think it was my way of kind of explaining how I was feeling when I was falling in love with Faith. And that sounds super cheesy and, and whatever. I don't but, think it sounds cheesy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this the hot air balloon for me kind of represented, and this kid kind of represented um, this idea that he was, he wanted, he was experiencing the world in a totally brand new way, a different way than he'd ever experienced before. Um, and it was better. You know, it was more fun. It was more exciting. Uh, it allowed him a greater perspective. Um, and it was this feeling of being lifted up into the air and being made to feel lighter and where he could go anywhere, do anything. And for me, that is what love felt like for me that I saw the world in a new perspective, I felt lighter, I felt like I could do anything with faith. And so that, that's where that the hot air balloon concept came in. And, and I actually wrote kind of a follow-up poem into our vows for our wedding about, 
you know, now it wasn't just me and this hot air balloon, but, but Faith and I were in it together. And we're, you know, now that we're married, it's an, a whole new journey. And so that's, you know, that's kind of our reason of there's something between us that I guess that represents. I don't know even when I shared that with you. It wasn't until a little bit later. I don't remember either. Um, but all, to all the ladies listening, yeah, be jealous. My husband wrote me a poem, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I, I love the poem. And uh, it made me feel very special when you first showed it to me. Um, so yeah, that's why we wanted to put it on our cover. Because um, it's us. And it's uh, how we both feel. Even though Zane wrote it, and that's how he felt. I think I can uh, relate to the feelings. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, last Monday, we uh, went on a date, and it's been a little while since we've been on a date, and we went and saw the Black Widow movie. Yeah. And so, I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about that. I don't know if anyone else is like Marvel fans, but man, I feel like Marvel is doing something really interesting right mm-hmm. now through yeah. all of the, the movies and the TV shows. Yeah, they're, I mean, they've figured out something that a lot of people like to watch, obviously. That's represented in kind of the box office, the revenue that they're making. They've figured something out. Yeah, I think um, one of our pastors at Sower, Shane, actually brought this up in the beginning of his sermon, I think two weeks ago, and uh, he said, sorry to spoil every superhero movie, but it always you know, has a, this hero that's good and, you know, it looks like he might lose, but in the end he wins and evil is defeated and conquered. Um, and he said that Marvel got it all figured out, obviously because they're making billions of dollars off of these movies and TV shows. Um, but they are really good. They're very good movies. Yeah, they're good movies. Yeah, I, I mean, do you feel like it's a, you know, when did you get in, I mean, we watched it kind of together when we first got married. Yeah. We started watching a lot of them. I had seen some before. Yeah. I think our our second date, we saw oh, yeah. Infinity War when it came out in theaters. Yeah, that's true. I forgot um, about that. So that was a special date, obviously, because yeah. it was our second date. But also, like, the Infinity War movie was very good. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that was... A, a bit of a climax to all of these movies before um, that that uh, introduced this character Thanos and but yeah um, I think I had maybe watched a few of the movies growing up a little bit um, but I didn't really know that there was this cohesive story until the first Avengers came out I think I watched the first Avengers but I don't think I watched any of the movies that came out before that. Um, and then I maybe watched two more in the series. And then I think that's when we met, maybe watched another one. And then we watched Infinity War. So I really didn't have a lot of context when we watched that movie together. Yeah. And now Black Widow, all and the now, way to yeah. the newest one. Yeah. And what did you think of, we've talked about it a little bit, but what did you think of Black Widow? Did you like it? I really liked it. Um, I think there were a lot of parallels that I was seeing in the movie to sex trafficking. Mm. Um, uh, to not give away any spoilers, really, but the the idea of a black widow is these black widows, the widows are a group of women 
that have been taught to fight. And if you have seen any of the other Marvel movies, you'll see that a little hit, little hints about Black Widow's past have been given and, and how um, some bad things kind of happened to her because she was kind of indoctrinated into this group of fighting women. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not, not fighting in terms of like a good thing, but more as in terms of like th- they're being used. Yes. And they're being turned more into this kind of weapon. Yes. And they're they're starting to kind of lose their humanity, so to speak, right? Yeah. Sometimes like, you can be taught to fight and it's kind of like this uplifting, like, oh, I finished right. my... But this is more of like they're almost resources. Right. They're not seen as people. Right. They're seen as objects used for someone else's gain. Yeah. Um, and you'll find out in the movie that that's basically it. And that's basically sex trafficking, except it's not mm-hmm. for like military weapons. It's right for sex, obviously. But, um, yeah, I thought, you know, through, through that and having a lot of women as the, as the main leads, I thought it was really incredible. Um, really, I don't know, just, you know, like people talk about like women empowerment, and kind of throw it around as if it's maybe sometimes not always a great thing. But I, I really thought it was like a really good movie. And um, really good for women empowerment too. Yeah, it was about... And, it, and even in the Marvel world, I think it was just about time that Black Widow got a solo kind of feature film. Yeah, about Cause time. Because she, she's been in a... You know, she's been in the world for a, a long time. She's fulfilled a, a pretty vital role. Um, so that, my, that was, I think that was my only negative about it is I actually wished it would have come sooner. I know, me too. <laughs> so then, you know, what were some of your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything that you were saying. I just thought from an enjoyment standpoint, it was also really enjoyable to watch. And maybe that was because this was one of the first films that I've seen back in the theater. And I really like that experience of going to a movie theater, watching something on the big screen. And uh, since COVID, you know, that's been in jeopardy, so to speak, like our movie's going to come back. And so I don't know if the enjoyment was solely because of the movie, I'll I'll have to watch it again, or if it was because it was kind of that, you know, we were able to go on this date and then go and and watch it in theaters. And so it was like, woohoo, a big, big screen, big movie, Marvel continuation of films and features and that sort of thing. Um, But I also think the movie was just really good it was really it hooked me from the very beginning the first intro scenes were really action-packed and and kind of gripped me from when she was a kid I actually kind of I wished it would have shown more of her as like a kid and I kind of wanted to see more of of her being kind of quote-unquote bad like a black widow seeing her maybe assassinate some people or whatever but instead it jumped right to like she's an avenger and she's going back and revisiting her past right which was a little bit different i kind of wanted more of the origin of how she got trained but that that was okay i think Um, they maybe wanted to keep some of that a little bit not secretive but i think if they really showed some of the things that probably went on in her childhood that it would probably be a much darker movie than it already was yeah a little bit too much yeah but Overall, I thought it was really, really good. I enjoyed, you know, pretty much every minute of it. I yeah. I thought it was just a lot of fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. Like most Marvel movies are. I did too. Are. So, you know, Endgame 
kind of was like the perfect conclusion in a lot of ways to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And um, yeah, I mean, just a triumphant kind of ending seeing, um, uh, obviously this is a spoiler, but I would assume most people have already seen Endgame if they like Marvel. But Tony Stark dying and having his funeral at the end, kind of an homage to, to all of the characters that were probably not going to see anymore. However, I do have questions about that now with some of the things that have happened more recently. I am kind of questioning if whether some of these characters will end up making a comeback. You mean with, what do you mean by some of the things that have happened more recently? In the Loki In show. The, oh, I see. Yeah. So if, uh, the, the Loki show has been absolutely crazy mm-hmm. um, for for the whole entire Marvel universe, like it, everything has changed now. So if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Um, cause it, it hooked me, man, things are going to be really different now. And I'm, I'm really excited for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. And I, you know, actually from a, from a, just a conceptual standpoint of Marvel, they came out with these huge, you know, it was all movies. And then all of a sudden they started doing these, little one season series of about episodes and now it seems like they're going back to movies but i think it's super interesting that those series came at the perfect time of covid where they were only streaming them they were online people weren't going in like it was perfect timing for them and i feel like i never like they've kept my attention through the whole like last year you know watching wandavision and then watching uh Captain America, Captain America, Winter Soldier, or Falcon, Winter Soldier. Falcon. Well, he is Captain America. Yeah, yeah. He, it like he changed is at Captain the end. America. Captain America, yeah. and and then Loki. It's yeah. just they've stretched it out so well between their last movie and then Black Widow and then the next one that's going to come out. I just and they've been really good series. You know, the series have for me have been almost just as enjoyable as the movies. Yeah. No, I've loved the TV shows. I think I've always been more of a TV show watcher than a movie watcher because mm-hmm. I, I like the shortness of the episodes and that, you know, in a movie, you have to pack everything down into it like under two hours unless you have an extremely long movie, which there have been very long movies, but most movies are under two hours. That's actually quite short for getting a whole entire plot out. You need a, you need a, like a setup and then the, you know, climax and the conclusion that is a lot to fit in, but with the TV show, you know, they've got all this time to develop all these different ideas, um, and, and I really have enjoyed all of the TV shows, and I'm, I'm really excited for Loki season two. I, th- I think that would be really great as well. Yeah, and like you said, you know, I, I, I'm really glad that they've done things in the series that have been either big reveals or will set up things that are going to happen either consequences or whatever that are going to happen and and be revisited in movies they don't they don't feel like i was a little worried when they started doing wandavision and and whatnot that they were just going to be one-offs and they weren't going to impact or relate to the broader universe and the movies and everything that they were setting up but it seems like these series, like if you're trying to keep up with what's happening in the movies, like you also, it's a pretty much a must watch for the series because they are, 
you know, doing things that are very important. Mm-hmm. Or at least or at least are gonna make things more understandable when you watch the movie. Yeah. And and to this isn't a spoiler, but something in Black Widow, um, if for those who haven't watched it, look be on the lookout for something that relates to one of the TV shows. Because in the end of the movie, they kind of um, poke at this thing that happened in one of the, the shows. Um, and, and man, I am really interested to see where they go with that. Yeah, that's a lot of... I've, I've seen a lot of people theorizing online that they're building up for this whole team, which I think appears in the comic books. And it's called, like... I can't remember. The Thunder... Thundermen or something. <laughs> Are they supposed to be anti-heroes? Are they supposed to um, be kind of their own I think it's little like vigilante a, yeah, group? Yeah, yep, yep. It's a whole team that is kind of formed, I believe, to kind of replace the Avengers. Hmm. So they, they pick people who represent each one of the Avengers. So like, you know, a, a different hmm. Captain America, a different... Um, you know, Iron Man, Iron Man Black Widow, whatever, Hulk. all the people, yeah. right? Like everyone mm-hmm. that kind of represents the team, they kind of put in these different people mm-hmm. to kind of. And I you and know. I have even talked about. Um, there's like a a kid group as well in the comics. Yeah, the Young Avengers. The Young Avengers, and I'll, I've seen a lot of people kind of theorizing about this as well, and I think that could potentially happen as well. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't know if they'll ever make it. Yeah, I think they've just been giving nods mm. to saying like, "Hey, this is the this is the universe, right?" And yeah. and when you do things like that in any form of media, in books, in movies, when you do things like that, it makes it feel more like an alive world, mm. right? Where mm-hmm. like there were stories before these characters, and there will be stories after these characters, right? right? So it makes it feel like something that's really alive so yeah then you don't think that it will actually I don't, take place i don't think they'll ever i mean really? i guess maybe they will actually they have so much money and you know 20 years from now who like what what else are they going to do well we'll right. just dive into the young avengers you know what i mean because right. all their actors are going to be old anyway so but then it wouldn't be the young avengers they would just be a new era of avengers well the, the young avengers weren't as like they've shown some of these people some of the like the kid in iron man 3 right mm-hmm when he's a young Avenger, he's like, he's not, you know, 12. He's like 20 or oh, whatever. Really? You know what I mean? I guess so, I was thinking they were like teenagers. Well, I think the, they are supposed to be like teenagers. But I'm saying like for a um, for an actor, if you're mm. 25, you can play somebody who's 16. Sure. You know true. what I mean? So I'm saying like they've got time for yeah. these people to, you know, they've got pl- they've got plenty of time. Yeah. Man, okay, so there's a few movies coming out soon too. Um, what are some of the some of the Marvel yeah, movies that the Doctor Strange is the big one that I think mm-hmm. everybody's anticipating because of its title, right? So it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse. Yes. Or uh, Multiverse of Madness is what it's called, and because of that title, I think a lot of people have have started to get really excited about like oh you know, multiverse stuff, especially if, if anybody read the comics or were comic book fans, I think the multiverse is something that's exciting for a lot of people and kind of going to, you know, broaden the, the movies, broaden who could be villains, broaden who could, we could see, you know, all those things. It just makes it a lot bigger. The stakes are going to be higher. 
all the things you want in a drama in a movie yeah. you know what i mean and there's another one coming out very soon in september called shang chi and the legend of the ten Rings. oh yeah well we saw the preview and yeah. we saw black widow and that looks really interesting i don't know to me the preview didn't seem like it had anything related to the Avengers or related to anything else that was going on in the MCU, but I, I certainly hope that they do. Yeah, I, and I have no idea what this movie's even really yeah, I don't about. Know. I don't know anything about that But the Ten hero. Rings was kind of mentioned in one of the Iron Man movies. I think Iron Man 3. You know, I, but then the preview made me think that that's a totally separate thing. Really? Mm. Because the preview was was talking about the Ten Rings in a totally different way. Yeah. Oh, there's a new Spider-Man coming out in December. Spider-Man No Way Home. I, yep. I'm excited for Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man a lot. Well, and they've confirmed that Spider-Man is going to be in um, Doctor Strange. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That's that's cool. And they've also, there's been a lot of rumors online about them casting a bunch of old actors who appeared in some of the old Spider-Man movies. Oh, really? Yeah, like Doc Ock and Goblin and Oh. So people are thinking that that Spider-Man movie will also be Like Toby Maguire and I don't think that's Andrew official, Garfield? but people want it to happen. Oh, interesting. Right? Like people want those Spider-Mans like, to um, appear. Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, a lot like that, right? Oh, because okay. because of the Marvel is breaking into the multiverse. You know what I mean? Now they can collide all those things and Yeah. So I don't know if that's what's going to happen in the Spider-Man movie, but hmm. I've heard a lot of, you know, I've seen a lot of theories and heard people talking about that's something that could happen, whatever. How interesting. Know. Yeah. There's also a Hawkeye movie coming out. I think that is a needed movie. Just like the Black Widow movie, I think that mm -hmm. is a needed movie to talk more about these two Avengers that didn't even get movies. Yep. So I'm, I, I'm excited to see where they take that one. But I don't necessarily think it will be all about Clint. I think they'll probably introduce someone new. That's what I think. A new Hawkeye? Yeah. Like a young, like maybe his daughter. You know, in the, in the um, at the end of Infinity War or beginning of Endgame. Be I think it's the be beginning. beginning of Endgame. Like they show training. his daughter like practicing archery with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 definitely crazy. I think it's been really fun for you and I, though, because I don't know. Like being married, uh, we'll ha we have different interests, right? We have mm -hmm. different things. I like reading books. You like watching these TV shows. You know, we have different people that we'll watch on YouTube. We have different you know th things that we like to do. Yeah, but. I always love when we find something that's common between us that we both really are interested in. And, and Marvel, to me, is one of those things, mm -hmm. right? Where we're both, you know, every time on Disney Plus that these things have come out, we're, we're both like, hey, let's, let's, you know, make lunch or make dinner and let's sit down and let's watch Loki. It just yeah. came out. Quality you know? time. Right. And, and you spend that time together. and Or like the, the new movie came out, which gave us, kind of a much needed excuse to say oh yeah we need to go on a date and we yeah. need to um go watch this movie right and there's kind of those common things and, and there's been some other things in the past that that we've both liked and we both have you know watched or or done together or, or you know but but it's always really fun when you find those things that you can do 
together. And Marvel is just so big. It's yeah, like, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the the first movie, I think, Iron Man, came out in 2008. And they're still making things. And they still plan on making things. Probably a few years from now, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a lot of time to be able to spend thinking about and watching these things that are coming out i think um with the tv shows i want to say that there's almost been something every single week for us to like watch Mm -hmm. obviously there are like gaps um but you know that's a lot of excuses to like sit down and and do something together every week you know and that's been really fun yeah do you think it's ever going to reach a point where it's like uh another superhero movie or or do you think it's just Mm going to keep keep going you know what i mean i'm sure there's probably some people that are already there right that are just like ah i said marvel another here (laughs) we go again yeah i've i've heard um i watch pewdiepie online and pewdiepie doesn't like the marvel movies yeah i mean he he says it's just like oh you know just another superhero you know good versus evil good Mm -hmm. always wins and and i understand that sentiment but i don't know i think the way that they've crafted these movies and obviously they're based on something else they're based off comics and people love the comics yeah um and so even though it is slightly predictable there are still a lot of stories to tell i do think it might get a little bit much if they go on for more decades but uh, i think right now it's exciting yeah right now it's in a good spot um but but we will certainly see yeah, they've, they've, I don't know, they've, for me, I think Marvel has tapped in this, I not, just like you, I understand the people that are like, oh, they're not really, um, you know, like artistic enough, it's not, it's kind of just big budget corporations throwing money because they know they're going to make money because they make a superhero movie, and it's mm-hmm. not like these passion projects of like, you know, these films that are like indie or you know, some director that's really trying to make something insanely artistic mm-hmm. or very visually, like, I don't know. You know, it, it's kind of like this big budget, box office, superhero. Very big budget now. S- yeah, superhero movies. And I understand people can kind of be like, ah, I want, I want something different. But for me, it's really tapped into something that, I don't know. It's just like that, hey. And, and like you said, Shane has talked about this, like, who doesn't really like superheroes and this idea of, of being saved or being, you know, the world is about to end and then you come in when all odds are against you. And, yeah. and I don't know, there's something always like intriguing about it and they do it in a way that's still exploring like character development. And yeah, so it keeps it exciting for me, but yeah. And as Christians too, I think, you know, people's world views of like, man, there is something that is, like, broken and evil in the world. And even though, like, these superhero movies kind of push the boundaries of what we think is good and evil sometimes, like, there is still evil in the world. And there is there is a need for redemption, for saving. Um, and, and, you know, we kind of have modern-day superheroes in a way, like nurses and police officers and all the all the things that people say, like, you know, these frontline people. Um, but there is something that I think people really gravitate towards in heroism. Um, we want a hero 
And, and the truth is we need a savior, right? Which is what we believe as Christians is that Jesus is our savior and our hero. Um, and he saved us from this evil. And so I think that kind of fits like a deep need and like just our humanity, you know? Yeah. I mean, every, every culture for forever <laughs> have, have legends of people who have saved mm-hmm. them or done something great. Right. Yeah. And I think that's because, you know, in all these myths and whatever, all these cultures, we all as humans share exactly what you're talking about. This, this want and this desire to have a savior and to know that savior. Yeah. Mm. Well, interesting stuff. I'm excited about uh, watching future movies and TV shows with you. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably talk more about it privately because it's just really interesting to talk about. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sticking around and listening. If you if you were listening, just join in our conversation uh, as Faith and I, as we we're just talking about it's something that we enjoy right now. We really have been enjoying it a lot. And so we just wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. This is the Me and Z podcast. I'm Faith. And I'm Zane. And we'll see you in episode five. See you guys. Bye. Bye.